Welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Sermon Podcast. Total missions that we gave out. Look how much we were able to bless people this year. $413,724 that we were able to give to people in need. Wow. In today's podcast, Pastor Jonathan walks us all through the amazing, powerful, miraculous things that God did in 2023. The numbers are incredible. We're so excited for what has happened and for what is to come. And that is the last part of this message. Pastor jumps into uh, empowering you, empowering the church uh, for the work of the ministry for this year that is ahead of us still. So sit back and enjoy some amazing, miraculous numbers and a future that God has in his hands that we are excited about. Today is Vision Sunday. So we get to talk about a little bit of what happened last year in 2023 and the physical stuff, the the natural stuff and the spiritual stuff and then we're gonna jump into 2024 and we're gonna talk about what God has for us in the physical and the supernatural. And so I, I'm excited about what God has for us and, uh, and we're gonna jump into this. And I just wanna remind you of what we've been talking about the last month. And everything that we are about falls under the four R's, right? And the four R's are? Y'all are awesome. <laughs> And we get this from our scripture in Luke 4, 18 through 19. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. We love what God is doing in that. And so we're going to, Everything that we do falls under those categories. And so we're going to talk about the reach part. And let me tell you, there are some great numbers that God has done. And we get to talk about that. And, 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 and look, all these numbers are not just numbers for Crosspoint. These are kingdom numbers. And we need to remember that. Because there are souls that have been saved for the kingdom. There is growth for the kingdom. And it's fantastic. So let's just jump into this. We're going to spend about the next 15, 20 minutes on, on this stuff. So, and then we're going to get to the message. So here we go. I'm going to, and if, if I go too fast, we're going to put all of this stuff up online tomorrow. You can go through, scroll through. You can look at it in more detail. But here we go. Look what God has done. Number one thing, over 100 salvations this last year. And I had somebody say, well, most of those are kids. Great! <laughs> you mean we're getting them when they're young? Awesome! Let's do it! Because that soul's just as important as anybody else's. So let's get them and let's prepare the way. Let's, let's get them excited about Jesus now so when they go to college, they know they have a solid foundation on which to stand, Right? Come on, 100 salvations, let's do it. And then we had 114 baptisms, which was a 100% increase from the year before. That is fantastic. 
And we average, in 2023, we averaged 157 kids in attendance every week. Like, that's a lot of kids. And I can tell you in 2024, we've already exceeded that, which is fantastic. So uh, go ahead and go to the next one. Look at this. We, in 2023, we had 834 first-time guests, a 28% increase from the year before. 38,000 in Sunday attendance. And we only counted y'all twice. So 23% increase in Sunday attendance throughout the year. And Christmas Eve, we had our greatest attendance ever, 796. You know we're not lying or else we would have put 800 up. <laughs> Missed it by four. Like somebody had to be in the bathroom. <laughs> 104 new members this last year. That's 104 families coming in this last year. And on Easter, we hit almost 1,200. We missed 1,200 by eight people. Still awesome, 28% increase from the year before. And I can tell you this year, we already know there's no possible way we can fit everybody in, in here with just two services on Easter. So Easter Sunday morning, we will be having three services on Easter morning because there's no way we can fit everybody in. So volunteers be ready. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. And, and I can tell you this also, for Good Friday service, we, there's no way we can fit everybody in for one service, so we're having two Good Friday services. So we want to see God's kingdom grow, amen? It's going to be awesome. Go ahead and go to the next one. This is who we are. It's what we're all about. Go ahead and go to the next one. Our mission to reach. So we're going to go through these. I'm going to fly through them. And uh, if you miss it, you can go back on and look at it. But this is one of my favorite numbers right here. Total missions that we gave out. Look how much we were able to bless people this year. 413,724 dollars that we were able to give to people in need. 81,000 in benevolence. 30,000 in local missions. World missions, $109,000 into Raiz Ministry, who are the missionaries that we sent out from here in the Dominican Republic, from which I just came back from, $193,000 were given to them. And I love this, 13000 for the new school roof in, in Didiamba, Nicaragua, which is the YWAM base that we support. 5,000 went to a YWAM base in Costa Rica to build them a house so that they could house teams. And then 4,000 given to Women of Faith and Hope in Uganda. Come on, people, that's awesome. And, and, and I want you to see that because that's not a Crosspoint staff thing. That is you who give. 
And when you give in obedience to the word, we get to bless. And you're part of the blessing. Why would you not want to be part of the blessing? That's why we encourage you to obey and tithe. So that we can bless the kingdom and build the kingdom. It has to be about kingdom. Everything has to be about kingdom. And so I, I love this. This is my, my favorite. Besides the salvations, I love this. All right. Next one. Here are some of the missions that we support all around the world. You can go back online and you can look at some of those in, in greater detail. 157 kids in attendance average for 2023. But here's a great number. 132 volunteers take care of those. That's a lot of people to keep happy. It's awesome. Uh, not only do we give the kids goldfish, we give the volunteers goldfish. <laughs> it makes everybody happy. But look, that, that is an awesome number. And thank you for investing in our kids. Thank you. And if you're still looking to invest, there's opportunities here because it's already getting bigger. So go ahead. Parents Day Out, 57 kiddos, our, our foundations class, 58 have, were enrolled all throughout the year that we got to love on them and, and, and put into them and their families. And look at that, 201 kids for VBS. Isn't that awesome? And we had 132 volunteers. Listen, those numbers and salvations and all that stuff, you're part of that blessing too. You had a part in that. Well, all I did was cook. You had a part. Well, all I did was clean. You had a part. Everybody had a part and a role to see these kids come meet Jesus. And it's awesome. All right, next one. I love Club 56 Camp. 46 students touched and transformed by the Holy Spirit. Our Club 56 group is growing and it has been awesome. And they're encountering not, they're just not going to camp. L listen, they're not just going to camp. They literally are encountering the Holy Spirit. And what better than our fifth and sixth graders learning about the Holy Spirit? Uh, I mean, I wish I would have had a grasp of the Holy Spirit at that age. Right? Awesome. Go to the next one. Trunk and treasure. We had over a thousand people in attendance for our trunk and treasure. And man, it was a rainy day like today, and we shifted everything, and everybody made it work and worked as a team, and we got to minister to over a thousand people. Isn't that awesome? It was great. Go ahead. Project Reach 150 turkeys and meals given away. I love that. <laughs> and next year, I totally believe that we can hit 200. I believe that we can, hit, we can give away 200 meals for people in need. Amen? All right. Let's do elementary schools that we assist and help in. T.J. Austin, Brown, Rice, helped over 300 teachers and staff with monthly treats, lunches, and, and giveaways, and lots of supplies. Look, over 24,000 school supplies that you guys donated to the school. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Go ahead and go to the next one. 
Vantage Point. I love our Vantage Point group. They have uh, been uh, amazing. They are going and loving on people that others have totally forgotten about. And the ministry that they are doing, if you are not involved in Vantage Point and, and you meet that age, I encourage you, go to Vantage Point. They are doing a great job. Um, Jeff and Roberta Campbell lead that group. They're doing fantastic. And it's not about just meeting and eating. It's also about going out and being the hands and feet of Jesus. And it's fantastic. And they're doing a great job. Go ahead and go to the next one. Baptisms at the lake. You know, there's nothing like spending an hour and a half dunking people. And so this year, I'm going to put it out there. I think we should, uh, we should try to get 200, I mean, I mean, two hours worth of dunking, right? Let's, get, let's see if we can get over 100 people dunked in one day, all right? Make your pastor work, all right? Give him something to do. Uh, this is awesome. Ladies Awakening, 363 in attendance this last year. My challenge to you, ladies, I believe this year is the 500 mark year. But only the warriors can go out there and get them in. So go get them. Bring them in. If you need to pay for their way, pay their way. Whatever it takes, get them here. Because you just don't know one day could change their entire life. So get them here. Amen? Go to the next one. Men's Summit, men, 287 men in attendance for the Men's Summit. And I can tell you, we've already seen growth because we had our guys' night, and just in our guys' night, we had 170 guys show up for that. So I can tell you, the men are coming together and doing what we're called to do and leading by example. Amen? Go ahead and go to the next one. Tyler Youth Conference, come on youth, woo! 326, I believe that this is gonna go to 500. I really do. I believe that God is about to shake things up and we're gonna, it's gonna be awesome and we're gonna fill this place up with students that are shouting and yelling and dancing and getting crazy for Jesus and it's gonna be fantastic, amen? Go ahead. Marriage conference, 105 couples that we had at our marriage conference. And here, here's the deal. This year, it's just a couple weeks away. Sign up. If you're engaged or you're married, you need to be here, okay? I, I, we want to invest in your marriage. Your marriage is valuable. It doesn't matter if you think, it, well, we're just not gonna make it. I promise you, come you'll learn something. Or you may be saying, our marriage is fantastic. Come, it'll be even better. And maybe God will set you up where you can help mentor others. Amen? All right, let's do it again. Lots of numbers, you can go online and look at all this stuff, but here's the highlights on the online connections. 57,000 page views on our website. Yeah, 31,000 views is a 45% increase, 22,000 YouTube views, a 75% increase, 
and 4,000 hours watched on YouTube. Listen, if you're gonna watch YouTube, watch this. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, go ahead and go to the next one. And our Church Center app. Listen, we need you to go to, go to the Church Center app. We need you on Facebook. We need you liking things. We need you to go on YouTube. We need you to like that. All this stuff matters. You think it's not a big deal, but it really is. Because the more you, we have likes and the more we do this stuff, the more kingdom people we can reach. And it's important. So we need to be do, doing this. And uh, here's our rescue. Come on, let's go, let's hit it. Rescue, look at this. 3,689 people in attendance in community groups over the year. 283 attending groups each, each month and 300 plus discipleship training and Holy Spirit encounter class members this past year. Isn't that awesome? Go ahead. 102 new families that have come in uh, through Starting Point, and we've got a, another Starting Point coming up soon. You don't want to miss out on that. Go on ahead. Here's our Restore. Look at this. 200 plus pursued freedom this last year. 200 plus went and got, got free of something this past year and are walking a little lighter. Amen? 63 took Next steps with Freedom Forward, 12 went through financial freedom. And let me tell you the importance of financial freedom. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to lay down our pride and say, you know what? I've been doing this for the last five years. It's not working out. I need a fresh perspective. I need some help. And that's what our team is here to do. We can't tell you what to do. We're just going to advise you and help you and maybe highlight some things that you've been paying on that you don't even realize you've been paying on where the enemy's just been stealing from you and you don't even realize it. Sometimes you need that, just need that fresh perspective. Amen? And so that's what they're here to help you do. Restoration through prayer. 554 people at the altar this year. Prayer team prayed for 506 prayer requests, and we received 126 praise reports. Isn't that awesome? Go ahead. Holy Spirit Encounter, just in the encounter class, we had 160 grow in the Holy Spirit. How awesome is that? That we, and we, we want to see those numbers grow. So... Marriage ministry, marriage coaching, uh, marriage small groups, pre-marriage counsel, premarital counseling, XO conference. We have all kinds of stuff available to you. Use it. Use it. If you need it, sign up for it. Get it. Date nights. Hello. Come on. Use what we have to give you. We want you to use it. Go ahead for the next. Tyler Youth Conference, of course, we talked about the number. Spring retreat, 60 kids. Summer camp, 60 kids. Fall retreat, 60 kids. The only problem is if you do crosswords or anything, don't circle the 666. <laughs> I've already talked to Pastor Daniel. We're going to go for 70 on all those next year. 
Uh, here's the release. I love this. Dream Team, 395 volunteers. We cannot do church without you. And that's the whole goal. We're not supposed to do church for you. We do church with you. We're part of the body of Christ. And we do things together. And that is an astonishing number. And we missed 400 by five. <sighs> There's signups outside. All right. SEU, we increased our SEU students by one student this year. <laughs> but here's the deal. We, we, it's taken us a couple years to get the foundation laid, to get things going in the right direction. And so now this year we're making a bigger push. And we really want to push SEU in different areas of the community and get the word out there. And we'd love to have 10, 15, 20 students in, in a year or so. And so I, I believe it is possible to do it. So go ahead and go to the next one. Here's some new things that happened this last year. The Holy Smokers with the trailer, got their trailer this year. And then God, at this time last year, God told us that we needed to pursue the building over here as the Freedom Center. And so we worked it out, we, and God was in every detail. I mean, it was amazing. And we got the Freedom Center. It's up and operational. God has done everything that we've needed and all the rest, all the remodeling inside paid for. God's taken care of it. It's been awesome. And God has done a marvelous work. Amen. And so go ahead and go to the next one. And we are growing. Last year we added more parking. Yes. And let me tell you this year we need to add more parking. So we've already filled up the spot, so we need more parking already, which means if you build it, come on. And we, God bless us with the, the, the signage outside, and let me tell you, uh, all that's paid for. We don't owe anything on any of that. God took care of all that, and, uh, and it's just amazing. And then this is what happened last year too. Pastor Joy came on last January, and let me tell you what a difference maker she is. And she's done an incredible job and a great addition to the team, and we are so honored and blessed to have her and uh, looking forward to what God's going to do this year in the women's ministry and the years to come. It's going to be fantastic. And so with that, now comes 2024. The year of empowerment. And I truly believe that this is the year of empowerment. Um, it's a couple things that I want to I want to talk about. Where do we go from here? Let's talk about a little bit about some of the physical ex expansion and then the spiritual expansion, and then we're gonna jump into the rest of the message. And I've got a short time to get it done. But one of the things that we did, I told you, we, we put new parking out there, but we've got to put even more parking. And so we are trying to find the, how to expand, where to expand, and, uh, and, and how God wants to do it. 
and, and we want it paid for. We don't want to owe anything on it. So um, God's given us some good vision, and we're going to start moving forward in it. Also, the children's church is growing radically. And you guys love to be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> and that's okay. We are excited about healthy marriages. And so, um, but we got a lot of kiddos, and we want to see that grow. And some of the things that we're already having to do, we're probably going to have to repurpose some of the rooms in the SLC building and do some rearranging. And we're even to the point where we may take all the offices out of the SLC building and in the warehouse have to create offices back there in the Freedom Center to put office, temporary offices back there for a while because I'd rather make room for kids than just room for an office, right? Let's build, let's build the kids up. And one of the other things is uh, we, need, uh, we need to put a canopy over our playground for our kids because in the summertime, it's Texas, people. <laughs> it gets hot. And so we need to put a canopy over that. That's going to be about $50,000, and we need to get that done. And uh, we need some more playground equipment as our kids are getting uh, growing and we get more. We need, to, we need to have some more equipment out there for them. And we also have a, a desire to purchase more property because we know that this is not our final build. And the way that we are growing and, and the way God is doing things, we have to start being proactive now. And so we are looking at either purchasing property across the creek here or we're going to try to purchase property across the street. And so those are things that we are looking into. We ask that you be praying with us as we are um, trying to get, get this property. There's quite a bit of acreage on either side. This side is in the city. That side's in the county. <laughs> More bang for your buck. Just saying. But... Uh, there, it's, uh, we're, we, we want to be obedient to what God wants to do. Amen? And one of the reasons that we want that property, well, why do you want so much property, Pastor? One of the reasons that we want the property is because of the vision that God has put on my heart. And one of the things that he has put on my heart is to not only build another campus for the, for the numbers of people that are coming, but I want to build some cottages over there because... We have pastors that are burning out. Just this past year, over 7,000 pastors have quit the ministry. They're done. They're out. I have a burden to pastor pastors and to help them and to love them and to tell them you're not out of the fight. And so... We are, one of the goals that we have is to bring pastors in and they can stay there for a month, two months, three months without dropping a dime. And we'll put them through freedom ministry. They come to service. They get healed up. They spend time at the lake. They start listening and start hearing the Lord again. And then we release them back into ministry. 
And that's one of the great desires that we have, that I have. And so um, we're going to be reaching out in our community even more this year. We're going to be reaching out in our community with the Holy Smoker team. And we're doing a whole lot more this year. We have an active team. We have a, there's already over 50 people on that team. And uh, they like to cook. <laughs> and we're going to go into neighborhoods, and we're just going to feed people for free. Right, Mike? We're going to love on people. And so it's going to be awesome. But why are we doing all this? And why are we headed this direction? Because I believe that God has called us to do so. Last year, we talked about anticipating the supernatural, which we will continue to do. I believe the supernatural is alive. I believe that God is doing supernatural things today, that he has answered supernatural hearts and miracles have happened, but it's going to increase. That supernatural wave that we have talked about the last couple of years, it's, it's here. And it's breaking against some things. And when it breaks up against the cliffs or it breaks up, it comes with a force and something will break when that happens. I believe that we are going to be seeing a greater work in God's supernatural power and ways this, last, this next year. But when it happens, there's always opposition. There, the enemy doesn't like it. And he's always going to bring up opposition against it. But here's what the Lord reminded me of. 1 John 4.4. 4. And I, I, this is so powerful. And it says this. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is what? Greater than the spirit who lives in the world. You have already won. Ladies and gentlemen, saints of God, children of the King, you have already won. Now we got to start acting like winners. Start believing that we've already won. And it was awesome because I loved what God, the vision that God gave Pastor Joy. God gave me this, the, a vision. And when we talked, like I gave it, and she came up to me and she was like, did you copy me? I was like, what are you talking about? Because she's talking about awakening the warrior. And I truly believe that we're in the year of awakening the warrior inside. It's the church has been too quiet. We've allowed the culture to mute us. And it's time for us to take a stand. There is an awakening of the warrior that God is going to do in each one of us this year. And it's not just a warrior, but it's an empowered warrior. God is not calling us to be passive. And the enemy is going to try to stir things up. And this is why. He's about to lose ground and he knows it. It's going to happen. He is going to lose ground in marriages. He's going to lose ground in families, in the schools, in the lives of our teenagers, in our young adults. 
He's going to lose ground in territories that have been held under persecution and people that have been thought of as lost and forgotten and in strongholds that he thought he had all control over. He's about to lose it. Fired up. That's what happens when I'm gone for three weeks. I'm here to tell you, the enemy doesn't get to win. We've already won. The problem is the church isn't acting like winners. We've taken a defeatist attitude because that's what culture wants us to do. And God is saying, wake up. I am here. It's time to take action. Ephesians 5, 13 through 14 says, but their evil intentions will be exposed when the light shines on them. For the light makes everything what? Visible. That is why it is said, awake, O sleeper, rise up from the, and Christ will give you light. It's time to wake up. And there's a great um, man of God uh, I have a lot of respect for this man. His name is Chuck Pierce. He's a pastor. He's a theologian. He's a prophet. And uh, he has this quote. And, I, and when he gave this quote, I just pulled over and I said, I, I'm gonna, I accept that. And he says this, there's a whole new awakening of Holy Spirit coming. And things that have been dealt with for year after year, all of a sudden the Lord says, I'm going to bring it to an end. But we can't give in to, the, to culture. And we can't give in to this lie of cultural utopia. It is a lie from the enemy. And what it does is it gets us to celebrate the elite and the famous and lifts our eyes into comparing our lives to them instead of lifting our eyes to Jesus. A cultural utopia desires Christians to be in a state of running and hiding, to embrace weakness, wokeness, and tolerance as a virtue. And it's not. Cultural utopia wants us to let go of absolute truth and embrace a universal truth to lean into subjective happiness, humanistic utopia, mystical utopia, socialist utopia, psychological utopias of the inner self. And let me just tell you what that cultural utopia is. It's the old God of Baal. And that's what it wants us to worship. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the church has been called to be a prophetic voice to the culture, to expose lies to preach and live our lives as examples of the truth and to call the world into repentance. And we do this with grace and we do this with love and we do this with forgiveness. We have to be a loving people. We have to be a people full of grace and we have to be a people that's willing to forgive because atrocities will be done to you and you can't hold on to those. We can't bring a world into a repentance if we're holding on to bitterness. 
year of empowerment. I get this from Exodus 18. I want to read to you from, from this, and I think this is so important. Exodus 18, verse 13 says, The next day Moses took his seat to hear the people's disputes against each other. They waited before him from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw that all that Moses was doing for the people, he asked, What are you really accomplishing here? Why are you trying to do all this alone while everyone stands around you from morning till evening? And Moses replied, Because the people come to me to get a ruling from God. When a dispute arises, they come to me, and I am the one who settles the case between the quarreling parties. I inform the people of God's decrees and give them his instructions. And I can just picture the father-in-law. I can picture Jethro looking at Moses, going, I know you're God's anointed. You've done a whole lot, but focus here. I got something to say. Focus on me. And what he said is, this is not good. You're going to wear yourself out. And the people too. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Now listen to me and let me give you a word of advice. And may God be with you. You should continue to be the people's representative before God bringing their disputes to him, teaching them God's decrees and give them his instructions. Show them how to conduct their lives, but select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes, integrous people. They will help you carry the load, making the task easier for you. And Moses listened to his father-in-law's advice and followed his suggestions. What can we learn from that? Well, what was Jethro telling him to do? He was telling him to empower others. Trust them. Empower those that are trustworthy. Teach them. Because it's not about, I have to do this. I am a, it's about kingdom. It's about the kingdom but this is how I've always done it. And I think this is a really good question that we need to ask ourselves. What are you really accomplishing here? Why are you trying to do all of this alone? And I think we have a Moses mentality a lot of times because we say, I'm the one. My family, everybody depends on me. I have to do this. But if we want to awaken the warrior, we need empowered people to come alongside of us and pick us up. You're not meant to do life alone. You're here to do life with a community, with a family, with a church, because what we've been doing is not good. Let me ask you this. Here's just from, from the scripture we read. How many of us just we kind of feel worn out all the time yeah like three of you are honest that's awesome there's one in the back you just feel worn out 
Well, a lot of times we, the reason we're worn out is because we keep trying to do it on our own. Well, the, nobody from the church came and helped me. I don't know what you think. We all float around and just go, who do you want us to help? <laughs> oh, Lord. Pick up the phone and talk to us. Tell us what's going on so that we can help. Aren't you in tune with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, he's telling me to tell you. Pick up the phone. (laughs) Stop trying to do it on your own. Exodus 18, 18. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. And here's the key. Verse 24. Moses listened to his father-in-law's advice and followed his suggestions. What if we spent time listening to the Father and the Holy Spirit and following their advice? What if we empowered others to pray for us? Not just say they're going to pray, but they're actually going to stand with you and pray. What if we allowed the, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to cover every area of our lives instead of just the parts that we want people to see or not see. You're empowered. It's time to walk in it. Awaken the warrior inside. And you are empowered for these things. Real quick. You're empowered for the death of naivety. Stop being naive to what's going on around, to the culture that's around. We cannot be a naive church any longer. We got to call out truth and we got to be bold. Because God's looking for those who are actually going to stand with him. We can't be naive to the spiritual forces against us. There is a supernatural battle going on for your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And when we turn a blind eye, we embrace a world that I just came from. I just came from the DR, from Sasua, the Strip, where I literally, we were there at night, we were doing some filming, we were walking around praying, we were talking to people, and I had, had to have been 13, 14 year old young girl come up to me and prostitute herself to me and tell me for 500 pesos you can do whatever you want to me seven dollars 12 or 13 14 year old girl that is being pimped out cannot be naive and if you think that that stuff is not happening here we're naive it is happening here in fact it's probably happening in houses down the block from you it's time for the warriors to rise up 
it's time to actually open our eyes to the world that is around us. I don't want to see the ugly. No, no, no. There's some ugly, but there's light that exposes the darkness. And the only way these young girls and boys are going to see hope is if we rise up with the hope that's inside of us. It's time. It's time. Right now, there's a world run by fear and hopelessness. And we have the one who overcomes all that and is full of hope. There's a world run by cultural utopia and ideologies. World run by the enemy's reasoning and ethics. It's time to fight them. Proverbs 8, 35, 36 says this. For whoever finds me finds life and receives favor from the Lord. But those who miss me, who miss me injure themselves. All who hate me love death. We're supposed to be finding life, right? You're empowered to awaken the warrior. It's time for the Joshuas, the Othniels, the Debras, and the Gideons to be awakened. It's time for the disciples to not just run, but to run towards purpose. It's time for us to run to the destiny that God has in front of us and not run away from darkness, but run to it and say, I'm bringing the light. And the light will not fade away. It's time for Christians to step up and be courageous. And the courageous fight fear with faith. And it's time. You are empowered by the Spirit of the living God. By the Spirit of the living God, you are empowered. Joshua 11, 19, by the, I love the, the, this version. The Passion Translation says, by the power of Yahweh, Joshua had conquered them all. By the power of Yahweh, by the power of the blood, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will conquer. By the power, all things will be conquered. Anxiety will be conquered. Self-defeating thoughts will be conquered. Self-harm will be conquered. Sex trade will be conquered. Depression will be conquered. Doubt in God will be conquered. Unforgiveness will be conquered. Naivety will be conquered. Cultural utopia will be conquered in Jesus' name. It's time. It's time. It's time. So who's ready to fight? Who's ready to fight? And if you think, yeah, I'm ready to fight, but I want to fight with no opposition, that doesn't happen. But we fight together. And we do things together. You're not alone. And you're not meant to do life alone. I can tell you what Isaiah 54, 17 says. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up against you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. 
I, the Lord, have spoken. It's time. It's time, church. Be who we're called to be. Awaken the warrior inside. And he's doing it so that the kingdom can thrive. And we're going to talk about how to thrive in the next two weeks. He wants us to thrive. Why aren't we doing it? We've got the blood of Jesus on our side. We've got the empowerment of the Holy Spirit on our side. We have the God of heaven's armies on our side. It's time. It's time. It's time. So I'm going to pray, and I'm going to. Our ministry team is going to come up. Altar team, just come on up. And if you're ready in it, and you know, it, I got. There's some things I need to drop. I need to get rid of. I need to let go, so that I can be who I'm called to be. Come up, and we're going to plead the blood over you. We're going to plead the blood over your situation. Whether it's health, what, financial, confidence, boldness. Maybe we've just been passive long enough. It's time to lay that down. Whatever it is, awaken the warrior, Lord. Maybe you just need to come and kneel and say, awaken me, Lord God, because I'm ready. Here I am. Send me. It's time. When we plead the blood. Lord, I thank you for every family. I thank you for every person here. And Lord, I just say in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there's warriors all throughout this building. There are warriors that are watching online right now that are going to watch later today or throughout the week. Awaken the warrior. They're empowered. This is the year of empowerment. This is not the year to be passive. It's the year to move forward. And we claim that the enemy is losing ground this year. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. We're going to worship. I invite you to come. Come on up. Don't hold back. Let's get some prayed for. Let's lay things down. It's time to start conquering tonight, today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor Jonathan, for the challenge of reaching out, getting beyond herself, being empowered to make a difference and not holding back. Well, listen, thanks for joining us. If you want to know more about Crosspoint Church and who we are, find out more in the show notes below. Uh, make sure to give us a good rating. Uh, it helps us get the word out. God bless, and we'll catch you next time.